Welcome to Bundesliga Recap. England win 2-1. Is it coming home? Yeah, probably. Uh, it's been a very good tournament for England. They've been dominant. That This game, it did not change whatsoever. They dominated the stats. They had way more expected goals than Denmark. They had over 2. They had 2.82 compared to Denmark, 0.25. Crazy numbers. They had 20 shots, 10 on target. Denmark had 6 shots, 3 on target. So... The amount, of, the amount of just factual proof that England is so much better than everyone else in this tournament, there's a lot of it. Yet, England haven't faced, I think, in my opinion at least, a team as good as Italy. And I think pretty much everyone can say that. I mean, they played Scotland, Czech Republic, Croatia. Those were all in their group stage. They dominated, I think, almost every game I said they played, really, except for... The first three group stage games. They did not look great in their group stage. Especially the game against Scotland. But once they've come into the knockouts. They beat Germany handily. They've knocked off several teams in the route. I mean honestly they dominated Ukraine last time. They won 4 nothing. Now they've won 2-1 against Denmark. And deserve to smash them more. So like. England are absolutely dominating this tournament. I thought it was really good. I thought the tactics from Southgate were spot on. Going to a back four, realizing that Denmark didn't have a whole ton, I would say, in attack. That he could get away with having a back four and having more numbers up. It worked out brilliantly. I thought, I mean, even through this entire tournament, having Rice and Phillips in his team as the two as a double pivot has worked brilliantly. They've only conceded one goal, and that was today. And it was an absolute banger of a free kick. Yes, everyone's going to say Pickford could have said that. Pickford Pickford had a chance. But that was a smashing hit. Like, it was an absolute amazing shot. I mean, Pickford had a shot. Like, no, no that did not work at all. But Pickford had a chance to get it. He had a chance to save it. He got a finger tip to it. Not enough to keep it out. Had a lot, lots of, lot of pace. And it was dipping quite quite well too. Moving a bit. Great free kick from way out. Then in the 39th minute, uh, England equalized thanks to Simone Kier own goal. I thought Denmark were kind of caught flat-footed at this time. Slipped through ball to Saka across. Sterling was going to meet it. Kier uh, denied Sterling of meeting it, but unfortunately the ball bounced off of him into his own net, giving England their much-needed equalizer right before half. Then it took until extra time in the 104th minute, which was a penalty given to England. That I'll talk about a little bit later, because that's a very controversial call, I would say. I mean, there was another penalty shout that England had earlier in the game, I think in like 70th, 80th minute, somewhere in there. And that was, I thought, quite controversial. I thought that could have gone either way, but this one could have gone either way. And it went England's way, which gave them this victory. I mean, even, I mean, Kane hit it. It was, I thought, a pretty poor penalty. Schmeichel got across his line very quickly, saved it easily. But then, I mean, I mean, you can put a little bit of blame on Schmeichel for not hitting it out, but he saved it. Just unfortunately, Kane got to the rebound quick enough, and he put it in pretty easily. But I thought, in the overall spur of the game, England definitely deserved the win. That was, that's without question. Their stats say it. Just watching the game says it. I think I think the surprise of this tournament, honestly, the best player, I mean, for 
the like you thought Sterling might have a little bit of an impact impact on off the bench, maybe a little bit. He's came into this team and absolutely dominated. He's been outstanding for England, and I thought, I mean, he's got he's got quite a few goals in this tournament. I think I think it's three, maybe it's two. I I, I th- I'm pretty sure it's three though. And he got and he almost got the first goal. Like if it wasn't for him, there wouldn't have been uh, an equalizer, and Dur- Denmark would have won. But that's not what happened. He got across. He forced Kier to make the mistake. I thought he was really, really good. He drew the penalty. So, yeah, he deserved man of the match. He was absolutely outstanding this game. And then I thought he and Kane had an interesting thing where Kane would drift off to the left and Sterling would make a run through the middle. I think that was probably told to them by Gareth Southgate or someone on the coaching staff to do that because that was kind of a repeated thing over and over again. Not a whole ton, but it was definitely a pattern. It didn't work out great, but honestly, I thought England's best attacks were when they had possession. But then I think, that, but that but that was only happening because I thought England was allowed to drive forward. I thought Denmark were caught out of position way too many times. I thought England had too much space to drive forward, especially in the middle. Then they could pick a pass, maybe outside for a guy to cross, or even just a pass through the gap, which would lead to an England shot. So I thought that was not good enough from Denmark at all, but they obviously win the game, and you've got to give a massive credit to them for sticking through it. I did want to point out this one interesting thing: Grealish comes on, but then he goes, then he goes off, and I thought that was a bit disrespectful. I know Gareth Southgate did it right after the penalty, and he wanted to make sure the defense was secure, but he could have took off Sterling. I know Sterling was playing really well, but like Grealish just came on. That that was extremely disrespectful, but I mean, does that impact Grealish's like motivation or his just overall level of happiness? I guess and like how he's doing in the team. I don't know. I think it's probably much better since they won. If they had lost, I think that would be a much bigger talking point. But I thought everyone who came on played well. I thought I thought Walker had a particularly good game. He used his speed and strength to snuff out a lot of. Denmark's attacks, especially in the first half, he would he would almost like just catch up to Denmark's through balls, and that's what another thing I think Italy can probably exploit in the next game. A few times Denmark did get through on the like there was a really nice moment in the first half where there was a combination down the Denmark's right side, and then there was a beautiful ball hit right into I believe Dolberg's pass, and just. And just Walker came across and muscled him off. So maybe Italy do a little bit better job and maybe finish that chance. But other than that, I didn't really see too much weakness from England. And I didn't think there was much for Denmark to exploit. But that was also just because Denmark, I thought, did not play well this game. I thought they were very, I thought, I mean, it was very interesting. I thought that they sat back so much. I thought they played a bit higher line. Yes, there's through balls, but... Like, I thought they played so deep that they just invited England to press and to go forward and to have so much space. And that drew, and, and then they just picked one Denmark player had to come out. Then an England player would go right to the space that he was in, and they could just pick apart Denmark like that. And I thought that that that's not going to happen against Italy. And if that does, it's a really poor performance from Italy. But like, I don't think Italy's going to have that. And I think they're going to be a lot more organized than Denmark was in this case. I mean, I thought Foden had a decent impact on the game. 
Henderson, obviously, and Trippier were to solid up the back. But I thought I thought maybe he could have used what maybe his his fifth sub, but maybe to give someone else a little bit more rest, give them a bit more fresh legs because they've got they've got one less day off than Italy does, and that's just gonna that that's gonna impact them. It'll get an extra day off. That's massive. When you don't get a whole lot, the the finals on Sunday, so you don't get a whole lot in between. You get four days for England and five days for Italy. So that's that's a lot. I, that's a huge difference. So I think maybe giving a player or two in an extra bit after Kane scores and putting on another defender to shirt up. Yeah, he did that with Grealish, but he took off his own sub. Like that didn't make a whole lot of sense. Like take out Sterling. Save him for the next game. But that was his choice. I thought the best player for Denmark, obviously, was Schmeichel. I thought he made some really nice saves. Obviously, he saved the penalty, too. So, I thought he played very well. But, I mean, just overall look at it. I'm I, If I was Italy, I'd be a little, like, I'd be nervous. This was a dominant performance from England. And Italy's got to figure out a way to sh- get a goal. Because there's only been one score, and it was a free kick. So, they haven't conceded a goal from open play at all this tournament, England. So, Italy's got to Italy's got to end that in my opinion because I think there's going to at least or there's got to at least be some more movement up front. I thought Denmark when they did have movement, they could play through balls, and when they picked England apart, they looked really well. But then they would sit back in this low block and I thought that was that was not the smartest decision. I think they should have played more flowing and kept going in the attacking side because it's exactly what they did against Czech Republic. They scored and then they did a low block. That's when Czech, Czech Republic scored and start. That's when they started playing well. So I really think Denmark's technical ability and just like their lack of going after it, even when they were tied or even when they were ahead, they just sat back and invited the press pressure. And I don't think they're that kind of team. I know they did well and they handled it for a while, but I just don't think that's that's not their game. That's not when they've looked their best. So, I think that was a very interesting decision, but, I mean, especially since that happened in the last game, and that was something that was pointed out by several people, but England, you gotta give them credit, they played very well in this game. Now, looking ahead to the, I'll give you a little preview between England and Italy, I think Italy will probably have a really good game, I think England do snuff it out, I think they get a late winner in extra time, it's gonna be, I think, Three to two. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I think it's gonna be a great final. I think England is coming home. I think it's gonna come home in like the last. I would say maybe in the last half of extra time. I would say I think that would probably be what happens because I think Italy will do well, but I think England just have it. I think this is their time. I hate to say it. I don't really want them to win. I just because it's just their their fans are obnoxious. Even the people like. Even the people like on TV, the pundits, they're obnoxious about England too. So, I mean, I just hope, honestly, I hope Italy win, but I, I don't see it happening. I think England were the best team in this tournament. I think you've got to give them credit to, for that. I think they're going to exploit the space that Italy's going to give. I think if Italy's midfield was as, is going to be as poor as they were last game against Spain, I think England will win easily, but I don't think they will be. I don't think they'll be great. Like we saw earlier in the tournament, but I don't think they're going to be bad. I think Italy's double or England's double pivot. My bad. 
Uh, I think they'll shore up some gaps, but I do think Italy will have a few chances, and I think we'll get a few goals, but I still think England will get a few goals. I don't think England's defense is impenetrable. I thought they've done a good job at keeping it someone from scoring, but I think that's mainly, I mean, I hate to say this, I this is so, like, overstated, but, I mean, their quality of the opponents haven't been great for England, but they still managed to play very, very well. So, also, shout out to the tiny car that brings it, brings the ball on before the match. I was really, I thought that was going to be, like, every game, but, like, they kept that the first game, and then they brought it back for the semifinals. I did enjoy that. But thank you for listening. Uh, I'm sorry, I was a bit sick for this podcast. Um, but thank you for listening. If you did enjoy this, please share it with your friends. Um, and have a great day. Bye.